Podcast episode 356. And it's Wednesday and it's getting cold outside and it's getting cold in here. That's okay. Cold Nothing again. wrong with that. Master Ugwe, how be you? I'm right. I'm right. You're you're now Master Ugwe. You're Master Turtle. I'm Master. Oh, here's a thought. Shifu, which is like Master Shifu. Wonder if Shifu means gerbil something like i wouldn't be surprised oh, fuck. can you imagine it's kind of like you know those secrets it's typical like disney pixar right where they hide stuff in either like sex jokes or um more innuendos theme. yeah adult theme stuff or they'll like you can imagine someone thinking like oh what do we name him and this one's like oh that how about turtle but in <laughs> it's it's how certain people would name their. And when someone finds it out, you're like, "Oh my!" Exactly right. It's like it's how you find fun with design projects. Mm. You're like, you haven't sleep in like fucking three days, and you're like, just work your ass off this project, and you have to come down, and you leave it at the last minute. You're like, I need to name it as I'm putting together my slideshow for eight a.m. class, mm-hmm. and it's like two in the morning, and you're like, do I name this? And it's like a, you know. It's a cube-shaped thing because hypothetically, right. you're a certain person who can only draw design cube-based forms. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just, and then we'll, just we'll, we'll go with that. You're like, oh, what shall I name it? And then you're like, oh, what's cube in different languages? Cube A. <clears throat> right. <laughs> just with a little accent. Accent aigu. Aigu. Yeah. Is that accent aigu? Yeah, it is. That is. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I just. It's the most fun one to say. I think aigu. I always liked accent crack, which was like the little line and then the little hoopy doop down at the bottom that's on like the bottom of the sea in francais and garçon garçon oh it looks like a little five yeah 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 it's like a five okay that's a better way than just saying i was like the one that's like whatever it's like the little arrow oh little hat fuck i know what that thing's called (coughs) you think after a few years of uh having to do french class i would know however i the only things I've remembered are something to do with library Man, and baguette and potato. Accent circumflex. Right. I, I, that's right. Yeah. Complex ass name. Yeah. Last time I took French class was in grade nine. Mm-hmm. First, first semester, grade nine. Yep. So, so I dropped it right after we could. I had this idea that I was going to take French all throughout high school and I was going to use it and I was going to be like the guy that could speak French pretty well mm. and was going to get like a nice well-paying government job because I was able to speak both languages. Mm. That is like, very like grade nine. Yeah. Grade nine career, thinking, you know, motivation. Yeah. And then like you actually get into high school and you realize it sucks. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do this French thing mm. anymore. I'm, I'm just not. It's just not happening. I had a very nice French teacher though. She was amazing. Miss Miss Posner. I think, and there's no offense to French teachers I had in the past, between grade one and grade nine. But you had grade one? 
No, I don't know when I did French class. I don't remember. I started grade. Start I started grade, grade four. Three? Grade four. Four. Yeah. Okay, it was probably that then. But I just remember. I think one of my problems. I, I do regret not keeping up with French. If I could go back, I would take French all through high school. Dude, you got like Google Translate now that are like a Google app that you can yeah, someone like, in another language can speak into it and it translates it to English. Yeah, There's but no it's so like it. it's satisfying to know other languages. Yeah, but like why learn French? I was saying this to Izzy the other night, like learn it's Australian. like <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'll go back and learn you brought me. Um Yeah. But it's like when when we think, we think in English, right? Because that's what we know. I've got a question to follow up with that after. But like, like say is, who also knows Mandarin. Mm. You can think in a different language. Like you're literally looking at a different alphabet. Oh. And you can, you're thinking, you're looking at it and you understand it the same way that we, or even her as well, obviously. Set, looks at an English alphabet and understands it. But like for people who don't speak, only speak one language, mm-hmm. it's like you don't think like that. It's all you've ever known, I guess. But you you can't. You only know thinking that one way. Yeah, I can't think in French, even though I can speak part like rough yeah. French. I can't think. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying that makes sense yeah i can't think to myself like oh i can't think to myself i wonder what i'm gonna do uh later tonight uh after i finish uh the podcast and then have some dinner i can't think what that is in french i have to think it in english it's one of those things it's like trying to think like what happens after we die right you can't we can't actually comprehend it yeah you can't but it's one of those things that like people only speak one language especially if you only speak english trying to comprehend of like how you think in another language is like you can't because you don't speak another language that's fucking you speak like the common language right the, oh, but it's so strange but i but i wish i could speak another because it'd be fucking cool it would be cool like, i do agree i do agree. i would go back i was tempted in high school obviously i wanted to drop french as quick as i could but we did have spanish and german but i mm. i think they didn't end up doing a German class because not enough people signed up for it. And then I think Spanish after like grade 10 while I was there, they had to stop doing that because not enough people signed up as well. But I wish I could have done like all of them, like especially That'd German. Cool. Yeah. Like German I just, cool. just knowing a different language, just be, it would just be cool because why not? Why not? I totally agree. Opens more opportunities. Yeah, it could also mean you never use it for a career or anything, but you never know. And if you, you know, and if you don't use it in your career, you at least have that, right? Yeah, it's part of it. Yeah. Here's a question. I've got two questions now. Okay. Um, intend the first one's intended to be a bit quicker. Uh, when you, if th- I could learn language, which language would it be? Uh, well, I can ask that. Yeah, what would it be? Um, German or Japanese? I think. Okay. If you, if those are the only two languages and you only you could only pick one or someone around you would die if you picked both someone would die what would you pick japanese just because it's the coolest right good call i think it just sounds super cool it does it does second question 
Um, when you think to yourself, do you hear your own voice? Do you hear a voice like at all? Or do you hear something that's totally different? My, in my head, I, it's, no, it's not my voice. It's like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> all right. No, no, no. It's my voice. Unless I'm thinking of like, if I think of you saying something, it's your voice. Oh, interesting. Okay. I think when I when I, when I'm when I'm thinking of a, a certain person, yeah, depends. That on, I know well. They, yeah, you got to know them well. Then yes, when I think, then that's what what I hear. But oh, okay, interesting. But like, otherwise, yeah, it's it's my voice, I guess, or probably the probably what you perceive the projection of what I think or want to sound like. Yeah. So it's probably half the time it's probably me with an English accent still to be honest. And it's like you, yeah. it's like you when you listen to yourself on a recording of something. You're like, do I actually sound like that? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So it'd be like what what you think you sound like or what you want to sound like, I guess. But but it's it's me most of the time. Yeah. Okay. Third question then. And then I've, like, I've got like some voice voice thing. It's like oh, it'd be cool if I could think. It's like every, whenever you know, it's like if you're gonna narrate, who do you want to narrate your like your biography or something? Your Will, documentary. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> See, I want. I would want like. Oh fuck! Actually, that's a tougher question. I, don't I get know. the uh, that Buscemi guy, Steve Buscemi, or whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, I thought it'd be, it'd be funny if you had like Sir David Attenborough. I wouldn't mind Sir David Attenborough. Um. Oh no, I know who I would want, and he's he's sadly no longer with us. Yeah. But I would get Steve Irwin to narrate my life. Sir, okay, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'd have Aussie. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the best. That would be the best. Okay, next question. And this is not me asking the question. This is me simply projecting the question from someone else that I heard it seven years mm. ago. Okay. Seven years time. ago, okay? That's like longer than some kids have been alive. And this is an ex-girlfriend yes. that, that asked this. Okay. And she asked it to me, like, and she says it to me with a dead serious face. Like you could be any animal. What animal would you be and why? Is it that question? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I don't know how to feel about it. At the time when okay. the question was asked, I was like, Are you f I took it a bit more than I should have. I was like, Are you fucked? Like, are you messed up in the head? And then the more that right. I thought about it, I'm like, Maybe she's right, maybe she's not. But before color TV, like when you dream. You perceivably dream in color. Yes. Before, and this was her question, before black, before color TV, did we dream in black and white? No. No. Exactly. What? Exactly. Yeah. You'd have to, Dude, that's, I had that's the same like, fucking reaction. If you believe that, like, I'm sorry, but like. I considered it. I'm like, is it possible? Maybe. What about someone who's colorblind in reality? No. What does It doesn't have do? anything to do with it. <laughs> that's like saying like, you know. Fucking did everyone on the Titanic was everything in black and white? No. <laughs> the, the, the only thing with the color TV that just means that when you're watching TV, now it's in color. Mm -hmm. That that doesn't mean that before we dreamt in black and white. Before color TV, it's not like the world was black and white. No, 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 no. And I agree. I agree with you. No, but like even dreaming, that has nothing to do with it. Because I know. Just I like know. You and me dreaming now, dreaming in color, has nothing to do with the fact that we have color TVs. That's just because our eyes work 
and we see color yes. in life. So therefore, in dreams, we dream unless we're dreaming about something black and white. So in 1929, <laughs> their eyes also worked, most people. Most people. And their world was also colorful, just like ours. And so they dreamt predominantly, color. Predominantly red, black, and white back at that point in time. But that's <clears> beside <throat> the point. Like, no, that's like. Yeah. Hence, that's hence like, why. That hurts. Yeah. I know that, that hurt hurts. me. That hurt me. I was like, I That's need like, to, I need to check myself. I need to check, like reevaluate this whole, this whole That's situation. like one of those. Um, yeah. Like I, I was trying to like think of a better, more intellectual way of saying it, but like, that's dumb. <laughs> oh, don't like, worry. She got ripped for that. But like, this is her justification as best as I can remember it from it being okay. seven years ago. I'm excited for this. Was that. Up until watching color TV, we've never had the ability to like replay something, so to speak, in color. Like anything that you experience in color is experience being experienced in real time. And it's like I'm walking around and I'm observing stuff in real time. Color TV is the only point in time where that was able to happen, not in real time. You could control when that happened. And I'm like, ah. I would say to that's a bit loose to be a bit picky mm-hmm. i would argue paintings but the paintings aren't moving no and that, that or a play hurt. but that's Just still to, to but really that's, stretch it but that's you watching <laughs> real yeah, life okay. the tv is Fair real enough. life tv is real life but it's not it's 2d now it's recorded through a camera yeah or something yes but still has nothing to do with dreaming Hence, hence why that relationship no longer exists. That's like, oh my no, god, that is like, no, that justification like still has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another like example of one of those types of questions because there are some where it's like, it's like that. I swear there's others, but I'm I'm trying to think, but I, I can't think. Um, That's how I felt after I heard the question after she asked me that. Was that like, hurts. It's like I remember that one video of like. It's like a guy he's asking his girlfriend like he's like uh, about like ordering a pizza oh and never heard he's like i don't know if it's like asked her a question or something where it's like would you rather um you asked him something about sizes like oh medium is like how many slices like eight slices and then and then uh but i can't remember now but it was something about it was like her just being really thick about the idea of like the same size pizza but cutting into more slices and thinking that that's more (laughs) but it's like not right it's more it's more individual pieces but like it's still the total amount amount of of food is the same yeah that's funny it's that kind like that's you know it's like did we dream in black and white did we dream yeah dude what i've been able to carry that story with me that it's come up at parties every now and then. Like, yeah, I knew someone who used to think that we only dreamed in black and white and had color TV, and everyone was like, "Fuck, dude, we can dream in color now." Just download the preset that is from like, the Matrix. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Reflects something about me. Like that was my judgment of a human being at the time. Not to say <laughs> good. Or yeah, bad. that's that's a scary thought. Yeah. People out there. Are you know, dude? People out there think that we dream in black and white before color TV. 
This is like, fuck, did we did we just not dream in 4K before 4K TV? Everything was like 1080p. That's yeah, kind of like it's idea. like That's that has nothing idea. to do with. <laughs> it's not like all of a sudden we had black white TV and then we had color TV. Our brains then had an upgrade and also upgraded to color, and now we our brains like, oh yeah, we can dream in color. No, it's like, fuck off. It has nothing to do with it. I agree. Instead of ripping on people that are no longer with us. Um, Dude, I had a fucking A, productive day, but B, some cool shit was discovered today. Some cool shit has been discovered in the last 24 hours. Discovered some shit last night. Um, I was going to bring it up on the podcast, but I'm like, no. And my brain has kind of not stopped for the last, even even though I've been dreaming, and I was dreaming in color, just for clarification. That's going to become a great inside joke. I'm so happy about that. I'm so happy about that. Um, So I'm, 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 I'm doing work yesterday and I'm doing some, some research. Someone's helping. I'm asked, I'm helping someone with a project. They're doing something caterpillar inchworm related and I'm helping them out a little bit and come across this, this thing on Google images. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Let me follow that link. I'm going to bookmark it, save it for later, finish the meeting, come back to it after just before hopping on with you and it's a, this lady i've written down her name i've written down many names hmm. her name is deborah davis not to be confused with deborah davis the uh, lawyer different deborah davis if you google deborah okay. davis you have to google this is the best part deborah davis moth okay okay so she lives in i believe it's virginia and she's a fine artist, calls herself a fine artist, I guess. I don't know what you have to do to be classified as a fine artist, but she calls herself an artist. And other than that, I don't really know what she does. There's not a whole lot of information. I, say, I, don't, on her I think online. the only, I don't think you need prerequisite. I mean, technically, like you could just call yourself a fine artist. I'm right a now. fine artist. I think so. Yeah. You could just fine ass artist. Fine ass artist. Fine. You don't have to get a license. Fine assed artist a s s e d there we go that's okay. it me i like that and um so she does moth paintings right mm-hmm. wherever she lives in virginia apparently it's very densely populated with moths and so she catches them puts them in the refrigerator to kind of like put them to sleep right okay photographs them so she has a proper high quality well-lit reference photo and paints them on like large 30 by 40, 30 by 48 inch canvases in like pretty exquisite detail. And these things, like these things are huge. And it's just, it's, personally, I love them. It's just simple, it's on a white background. And for smaller, like smaller moths, there's one that's like yellow and pink, okay? It looks like fucking candy. She's got like, she's got a trio of them on this canvas. And, First off, it looks like something that should be in an art book, and it's not, and that's annoying. But, and I listened to her talk with some pollinating scientist the other night after we all finished on Discord. And I don't even know what she's talking about. Like, she's using like legitimate biological terms, like science shit. Right. And talking about how she does her paintings. And dude, I was so intrigued. So wow. intrigued. So what I'm saying is that eventually I'm going to reach out to her and see if she'd be interested coming on the podcast Mm -hmm. and talking about um, 
process of 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 freezing moths to take pictures of and painting them. Yeah, and like how she got into it and like and why. Yeah, that is yeah. Cause it's and this is where I saw this and my brain just like something a flip, a switch was flipped, and my brain's just been like buzzing at like a twelve oh, volt frequency. Shit. Yeah, I put I just put the the link in there. Yeah. Website needs a bit of uh, a bit of work, but that's not a criticism. Yikes! Some of the drawings, though, drawings, paintings. She's got an Etsy shop, and it's fucking full. Like I'm, yeah, I'm terrified of them. I don't like them. And that's why I got two of them tattooed on your arm. That's why I got two of them tattooed in my arms. But this makes me oh, want man. to like them. Mm. I see this stuff. I'm like, why? I ask myself, why am I freaked out? Why do I have that fear? Like the mushroom documentary. You want to like mushrooms because of it. I do. I do. I watched The Secret Life of Fungi, and now I'm like, I should see force myself when to you eat were, mushrooms. When you're like, here's the thing. Before you said, I'm going to reach out, try to get her on the podcast. I thought you were going to be like, here's the thing. I'm going to do the same thing, but with snails. That's what I thought you were going to say. Oh. I was like, bro, that could be the outlet well, right dude, there. You it, become it, the snail man. It continues. It's not. It doesn't just stop at snails. Okay. Oh. Okay. And I've and I don't. I don't think I have enough thoughts gathered around that to properly address that. That might be a tomorrow thing to talk about. But we're basically like on the on the same the same track in terms of that. Okay. And like, I'm just I'm so intrigued by it, and I'm so, for some reason so attracted to this idea of painting these large things on these large canvases especially the moss because the like the wings are all different and it's it's so bizarre and it's something you don't see like i've I've seen one cecropia moth in my life biggest i think it's biggest one of the biggest moths in north america huge thing was dying it was on the ground they lived for like two weeks wow and it was as it's dying like it doesn't have a mouth or a digestive tract, so it just lives for the amount of time that the body can sustain itself, and then it dies. Enough to breed, Whoa. and then it goes away. Yeah, they don't have mouths. Really interesting. Um, wow. I'll, uh, you've probably seen the photos of it, but I'll link. I'll link the photos in the chat. Anyways, it's really a, nature. It is literally yeah, just made yeah. as food for another animal. Yeah. Here's the uh, here's the wow. photos there. DylanTorville.com forward slash Cecropia underscore moth for those interested. Um, thing's a beast. It's like the size of my hand. But seeing wow, it up the close. the color and the pattern is so cool. Amazing. Amazing. And I saw this in person. I'm like, why am I so freaked out about this thing? And I don't know why. And it's making, it's, it's a positive thing. It's making me like question it, which I think is good and productive. Um, <clears throat> but it's obviously all inspired by this Deborah Davis lady in the art that she does. And I think it's, I do. She's got mothpaintings.com. That's the most badass domain name ever. Mm. Mothpaintings.com. And here's, and the reason why I think I'm so attracted to it, other than the fact that it's a cool subject matter and something I can like relate to maybe is that she's, doing something that she really really enjoys it's particularly niche but she just does it 
and she keeps doing it and she is doing it. And it's not like this pretentiousy, high society, high class art thing. She's like, I want to paint moths because I think moths are interesting. And there's a conservation effort around it as well, I'm pretty sure. Mm. She's like, I just want to paint them. They look cool. And they're so interesting. And you never get to see something like that, that big in that amount of detail. Because right. if you do see it in person, they're flying around. They're not standing still. It's it, Or it's dark outside. Fuck, you're, you're good. You're good coming up with that idea that is cool and this yeah yeah it's one of those things where it's like you're just glad someone out there is doing it exactly it's so random but it's like i'm glad someone in the world is doing that exact thing that's exactly otherwise no one would know about it perfect right it's perfect the way you phrase that and that's that's that notion is the attractive thing Someone out there. It's like the Excel art guy, right? Exactly. It's like, it's so random and it's so like, like in a way pointless. And unexpected. But in, almost that it's like, it's so pointless that it's like, there's a point to it. Yeah. And it's like one of those things where you're like, I'm just glad there's at least one person in the world that does that. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. No one would do it. And they love it so much. You know? Yeah. And they do it like with, with reckless abandon, or as Belinda would say, like they do it with conviction. Fuck. Mm. Man, that's good. And I was just one. I found three interesting things in the last okay. 24 hours. I'm going to touch on one of them because I don't know enough about the third. <coughs> this okay. next guy, okay. who I'm also going to reach out to at some point in the future, David Silva. David Silva was a sculptor at McFarland Toys. Mm. This is the creativebeast.com mm. guy. And here's why. Here's how I found that. So I'm listening to a podcast about paleo art. Okay. okay. A, a paleo, uh, they're talking to some, to a lady who is a paleo artist. She is a, an artist, an illustrator, a, a person of, art or whatever who focuses specifically on prehistoric creatures on paleolithic organisms dinosaurs okay she's a professional dinosaur drawer that's pretty in simplest sick. terms okay that's some cool shit that's one of those jobs like, you like as a kid you're like that's what i'm gonna be when i grow up yeah so she does work for museums for textbooks that textbooks articles um research papers stuff like that big brain stuff very intelligent and she's got a background in in um gen- genetic biology i think something mm. like that something like that um and she's talking to this guy on the podcast and everything like the guy's interviewing her and she's talking about or he asks her he says Here's a business idea. You know how artists have those uh, wooden maquettes that you can like position to get posing for figure drawing and whatnot. Um, oh, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, still and, I see where this is going. Yeah. And he goes, what if someone did that with various types of dinosaurs? And this guy's also a paleontologist, so he used proper paleontology right. words. The like, proper names. 
for all the, the dinosaurs. proper names. It's not just like the whatever. Stegosaurus. It's the whatever the whatever something something. Whatever is. family a Stegosaurus yeah. comes from. Whatever the forty letter word is. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I feel like they had more letters back then. Um, that's a joke. <laughs> dinosaurs dreamed of black. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I saw myself. I was gonna say I bet dinosaurs dreamed of black and white. They probably did. They probably did. They didn't have color TV. They would have dreamt though, probably right. Like dogs dream a lot of dogs animals. Dream. What other animals dream? dream? Do most animals dream? I feel like not most. I feel like not most. I know, like my cats dream pretty consistently. Hmm. It's like they'll just start meowing and they're like passed out, <laughs> or like they'll <laughs> so, just like move. Right. So like they'll just make noises. Dinosaurs probably at least some dinosaurs, at least some dinosaurs definitely dreamt agreed okay agreed scientific so this guy's like well what if what if there was a like a dinosaur version of a maquette and she goes mm. well there is and it's by this company called creative beast creativebeast.com mm. and like as soon as she said that I'm, like, I'm going to that website and i'm checking this stuff out so this guy david silva and this is what I know of him after like a few hours of being aware of him, I learned about him today. Worked at McFarland Toys as a sculptor, did like designs for the McFarland's dragons and stuff and all this cool shit. Really, really nutty stuff. And he's got a website, creative, creativebeast.com, where there's a whole bunch of, he's got, man, he's, there's, there's like design sketches of these dragons. Mm. And how they go together and like these sci-fi dudes or whatnot, like transformer things. My mind was blown. That's not the best part. The best part is, is he's got these like hyper-realistic dinosaur and dragon model kits that you can purchase, build assemble and paint effectively designing and creating your own dinosaur and it's from what i can see on the website it's all like high quality sculpting there's a high degree of posability one eighth scale one eighth scale dimetrodon model kit mm. it's discontinued sadly Things 15 inches long and comes in 10 unpainted parts, including clear black resin sail, both open and closed lower jaws and a base. The, I don't even know, like, I don't even know where to start with this stuff, but it's so like build a raptor sets. You can build your own types of raptors. There's accessory packs. This guy's like creating dinosaur action figures that are like hyper realistic and hyper posable and that is some cool shit yeah that is some cool shit that's what i'm looking at now man oh that'd be so cool right and i've never like been super into dinosaurs oh that's really the other thing like i i did have a dinosaur phase as a kid but beyond that I love I I like them. I appreciate them. I think they're really interesting. But I never um like Belinda's very into dinosaurs. Belinda's got like a dinosaur obsession. Mm. I don't. 
I think they're cool, but I'm not going to like go out of my way to get a uh, dinosaur figurine or whatever from yeah. the store. But this shit, where you're you're literally building it, you're painting it, you could, you're effectively designing your own dinosaur. There's some cool shit in there. There's some really. I definitely had a cool phase shit. as a kid. I was obsessed with dinosaurs. Yeah. How long did you remember what age you were? Probably like three, four, five, six, around there. Okay. Probably for quite a while after. Did you watch uh, Land Before Time? Uh, I don't know about that, but I I still have a DVD. It's an English DVD of the Walking with Dinosaurs, the BBC Walking with Dinosaurs series. Oh wow! Which is like you know old CGI of like recreation of uh of dinosaurs and stuff. Oh. Long time. Yeah, so there's Beasts of the Mesozoic Tyrannosaurus series action figures. Beast of the Mesozoic is a line of scientifically accurate dinosaur action figure collectibles with elaborate detail and articulation. Wow. So that that project he's doing this through Kickstarter. Mm. Total funds raised six hundred and ninety-three thousand three hundred and sixty-four dollars from two over two thousand backers. Funded on October twenty second, twenty twenty one. Look at that. Wow. And here's another thing just to not not to beat a dead horse, but there's so much process related stuff on his website that I feel like you don't really see in a lot of places or if you do it's like really curated. But he's got like loose photos and like loose sketches of designing dinosaurs, mm. designing dragons, designing these sci-fi action figures. And that is the shit that I loved to yeah. see as a Again, kid. And I like, still love to see now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Again, it's like, glad someone's doing it. But also, yes. yeah, like the little behind the curtain, it's like, well, as a kid, I love dinosaurs. But now, as a slightly grown-up kid, I, I love dinosaurs still, but I also love to see how they're fucking drawn. You know, or the, how, yeah. the, how the models are made or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that that was the cool thing because I would draw dragons all the time as a kid. Mm. And I did have some dinosaur books that I would look at here and there, but I would always draw dragons. Big wings, big heads, long necks, long long tails. Loved it. Um, and I loved like the way, I loved to watch other people draw them as well. That was another thing. And seeing this guy's sketches of like, some loose stuff and then some high detailed dragon sketches. But then he's got like annotation because this thing's going to be sculpted as a toy and the toy's going to come in pieces and you got to fasten them together somehow. And it's like an industrial design fantasy dragon sketch with like annotations and line weight. Oh my God. I found, I found the only thing in life that I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like. Like I've I've found God looking at those JPEGs. Basically. God exists in a JPEG. So you could put your own little you ever put the T Rex skeleton together, did you? No, I still have it in pieces, actually. So I was thinking I about should. the other day, I was like, I want that as a fucking thing. And I have the files, but I'm like, it just wouldn't look as good printing it on my printer. Especially with like 
the skull and like where there'd be a lot of support and fine detail and it just doesn't handle it as well as resin does the ribs on those were messy the vertebrae on those turned out a bit messy it's still doable i still can put it together um but it's i'm gonna need to like properly support it and shit yeah you have to make like basically a mini version of what they do in museums yeah i'm gonna have to like put metal like metal bracelet <laughs> which would be kind of cool to make a little miniature to scale stand where it's like a little wood base with like a black metal frame holding in a little plaque that would actually be pretty, that would be cool that'd be a cool little like diorama type thing i still have it in a box all the parts are at a box in a box in my room um still unpainted like it's still raw resin yeah which is like cured resin obviously but unpainted unfinished resin it's a good idea. I might do that at some point. Clean it up a bit. Just have it on display, you know? Mm. Fuck. Cool shit. It was a cool day. And the whole art-related thing about around everything. I'm coming to fruition, I think. I'm Ooh. slowly developing, like, I'm ruminating on many things mm. art-related. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let those thoughts fester, and depending on how thinking about it tomorrow might bring it up and bring it up and address it mm. um carly renee's got a new video out so i gotta watch that mm. and re-watch it and re-watch it a third time because it's amazing and relaxing and mm. i'll watch it once to watch it watch it a second time to pay attention walk it watch it a third time to fall asleep to so it's very meditative i like it like i'm i'm gonna pass out i'll be here i'm just fading away in the distance great videos by so i got a earlier i downloaded a bunch of podcasts on spotify from the, um ash thorpe dude that's a whole other when thing. we were talking about it the other like a while ago and then i forgot to download them and i got around to it and i was i remember it i'm like oh yeah so i went through and downloaded like the errolson hugh one all of like the oh. mike hill ones um the chris doe ones mm-hmm. basically the names i recognize kaiso salim like I was like, I gotta fucking listen to this guy. <laughs> I listened to him on the Future podcast two nights ago. Yeah, Monday night. And man, that's I think where this whole why the last three days have been like so filled with looking for not inspiration and not validation, but looking for a direction art wise. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, actually, tomorrow tomorrow we're going to talk about art. Okay, I'm down. Because I had a I conversation think... with someone at work that I oh, was okay. like, I don't know how to answer that question. Okay. I don't. And it was about art. Oh, oh, okay. I, I like was, I was Dude, I was stumped. I was like, I don't know. Didn't have an answer. That's a tease. I, I just had a mini epiphany of like, I think, I think Ash Thorpe really is my kind of like design idol hero right now. When it comes mm-hmm. to like, I want to be him. The very best. I want to be like him. Like when I look, I was just looking at his website again and I'm like, oh, yeah. that's what I want. He's doing lots of different things. Mm-hmm. You know? And he, he, he talks about that with Chris Doe on the future when he is on the future podcast. So he, uh, Chris Doe is interviewing mm. him. And man, he, just the way that he talks about it. I gotta find that one too. I need to look that it's, up. Uh, it's one of the older ones. It's it's weird because there's like music through half of it. Oh, I don't know weird. what's going on. Like elevator music. Yeah, like 
kind of yeah like jingle type tunes just playing in the background i'm like i i don't know what's happening so that was my only uh critique of it other than that the interview was dope oh man he's really what i want to be that's what i want to do that's why i want to have that type of work where it's it's all concept related concept design but it's all these different avenues of cool shit that i love yeah that's what he's like my idol of what i want be like Zach, what type of designer do you want to be? What do you want to work on? What do you want your work to look like? That. That is it in a visual representation. He's got graphic shit, motion graphics, concept art, car design, fantasy, Mm -hmm. digital painting, movie concept art, fucking product design, furniture design, clothing design, character design, all this shit. Does everything. That's what I want to do. Gnarly. Some gnarly stuff there. Yeah. I love it. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. You're stoked. Yeah. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of another energetic and hyperactive episode of the Process Podcast. Um, hi at bigdesigncompany.com is the email address. Visit the website, www.bigdesigncompany.com and hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com is the podcast-specific email, Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Oh, sir, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very, very, very much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. The process.